You're listening to the Military Homeschool Podcast. The Military Homeschool Podcast aims to equip and encourage parents by covering topics relevant to military homeschooling families. Tune in each week for tips and advice from someone who's been there as a military wife and homeschooling mom. You'll also hear inspiring stories and informative guest interviews with experienced military homeschoolers and experts in the educational field. The Military Homeschool Podcast is a broadcast of the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. Welcome back to another episode of the Military Homeschool Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Niehoff. Today, we're talking self-care with our guest, Sherita Knobloch, who is the owner and commander of Army Wife Network. Sherita also holds a doctor of education in community care and counseling, pastoral counseling from Liberty University. Welcome, Sherita. Thanks so much, Crystal. It's an absolute pleasure to join you today. Well, I'm so excited. I think you're the perfect person to speak to this topic. So to start us off today, would you tell us a bit about yourself and your military spouse journey? Absolutely. So I'm a military spouse of a little over 11 years now. Um, Loved my soldier for 13 plus. And we've got two kiddos. So we're still in the young kid stage nine-year-old girl, five-year-old boy. And I've, you know, I've just been around, been around a little while, been through some stuff and some things, mill spouse life, life in general. And so I've really been fortunate over my educational journey and just my experience as a military spouse to really start to hone and really put into practice those self-care routines um, for myself, not only, you know, for own personal benefit, but of course, for all of those around me, the team that I lead, as well as my family here in El Paso, Texas. And as you said, our topic today is self-care. And, you know, we do have responsibilities that we have to take care of. That's non-negotiable. Things like caring for our family, for those of us who homeschool, jobs, laundry, Honestly, the tasks Mm -hmm. are really endless. I could go on forever. But I often say that self-care is like, you know, when you're on an airplane and the flight attendant instructs us that in case of an emergency, oxygen mask drops down from overhead. We're the first to place the mask on ourselves and then on our child or dependent that's sitting next to us. And that's really because if we're not getting enough oxygen ourselves, we're no good to anyone else. Mm-hmm. So, Sharita, from a professional view, as well as from a military spouse and mom's point of view, what exactly is self-care and why is it so important for us moms? Well, I think it's very much a buzzword. And just because it's a buzzword, I don't want it to lose its capability or its power. Um, You know, it's, there's a lot of words out there that we talk about all the time. And the more we talk about them, sometimes it seems that they're not quite as strong, but self-care I feel like is a secret ingredient for thriving in this life, whether that's in a professional role, through education, through a job, whether that's in a personal role as a mother or a male spouse. And so self-care is just the way it sounds. It's taking care of yourself, but the concept is just seems almost selfish. Um, I think for a lot of us moms who feel like our calling is a very selfless kind of experience. And so it seems a little counterintuitive of kind of putting ourselves first or making ourselves a priority in that, well, that must mean I'm 
pushing something else aside that should be important. I think that's a contrary way of thinking because when we put ourselves first, when we take care of ourselves, whatever that looks like, we have more to give to those people that really matter. And we're also giving of our best self because it's so easy to put them first, but we keep everyone else first. We neglect ourselves, maybe forget about our own self-care. And then we wonder why we're so short with our spouse, our kids, our boss, or even just not even compassionate to ourselves. So true. So true. So what would self-care then look like? And if you don't mind me asking, what's your personal self-care routine? So I've really been in a season of refinement and development for my own self-care because again, it's a buzzword. We talk about it. This is a good thing, but actually practicing what we preach is a completely different ballgame. So I just completed my dissertation last fall. And let me tell you, if any of your listeners have a chance to work on a dissertation during a pandemic while homeschooling a second grader and owning a business as a military spouse, I don't know, you might want to think twice about it. Of course, when I said yes to the calling five years ago, that wasn't the case. Um, So it was a very difficult, difficult journey for me. And a lot of these callings in life, being a mom, higher education, working, sometimes even marriage, especially if it's within the military, could be a very lonely journey. And um, in that loneliness, in that difficulty, it's really difficult, really hard to put yourself first. And so there wasn't a lot of time for me to prioritize myself. And I realized how much that had a negative impact on myself. And so this year, especially, I'm really pressing into that self-care experience. And self-care is going to look different for every single person, just how people exercise differently, how their sleep routines look differently, how they parent differently, how they homeschool differently, how they mill spouse. It's going to look different for every single person. So I think some of the go-tos that I kind of gravitate towards uh, include, of course, getting enough sleep, moving my body with intention. It used to be to the point of I would exercise so much and so hard that it was actually stressing me out and not caring and nurturing for myself because I was trying to accomplish something or make it something else to check off the list. Now it's more of an experience of I'm moving my body or working hard or lifting the heavy things because I enjoy the endorphins. And I feel like a more well-rounded person and a kinder person and more fulfilled in general. So exercise, of course, eating right, moving our bodies, but those are, and and sleeping well, but those are almost just basic needs. Mm -hmm. So taking that even further beyond into the self-care realm, doing things that fill your bucket, that recharge your heart. And again, that's going to look different for a lot of folks. One of my God-sized dreams this year is to read every day. And so it doesn't mean I have to read 50 pages. It doesn't say I need to read a full chapter or X number of books. Reading fills my bucket. And so taking time to read a chapter a day, a page a day, if that's all I have time for, it's one of those routines that becomes ingrained in my daily life. I am also a hardcore bathtub soaker. Like it is the highlight of my day and it is just the side of non-negotiable. I am not a shower girl. Uh, Of course, after a hard workout, I will shower, but most of the time in the evenings, uh, as the kids are getting ready for bed or right before it's time for them to head to bed, I'll be like, mom's going to the tub. I got my Epsom salts, maybe some essential oils. I got my book. I got my fizzy water. And this is where I'm going to be for a little while, just to have a little bit of time to myself and refresh. Other things I do that I've implemented in this year, 
having fun. Um, it seems very simple and straightforward, but for those of us who are type A personalities and work really hard, making time for fun is actually a really tall order. So I've got kind of a goal, a routine built in now that once a week, I just go do something for fun. It's not on my list. It might be walking around Hobby Lobby. I probably won't even maybe buy something, maybe not. Um, walking around a bookstore, having coffee with a friend, going out for a smoothie with my daughter, something like that, just to, again, fill my bucket and take care of myself. And then finally, if you're into it, things like, you know, um, that make you feel beautiful. I think there's something to be said, whether that's regular haircuts or uh, manicures and pedicures. I know that's kind of cliche. And actually for a really long time, I did not like pedicures. I kept trying it over and over again, like sweet tea and grits. I was like, one of these days I will love this. And it just never really happened until I really started focusing, not necessarily on the experience, but how I felt afterwards. You know, mm -hmm. a gel mani-pedi gives me joy for two, three, four, five, sometimes six weeks of like, look how shiny my fingernails are. Look, you know, look how, look how strong they are. Look, just, it makes me feel more put together. And that time that I intentionally set aside just makes such a difference in how I function again as a professional, as a mom and as a military spouse. That's so true. And it, it sounds like what you're saying is we really need to listen to ourselves. You know, mm -hmm. what fills our bucket? We could sit here all day and give a list of things that you could do, but it's what fills your bucket, whether it's soaking in the tub or exercising, taking a walk or going out to coffee with a friend. Mm -hmm. You know, for me personally, it's, I have to get up and start my day each morning before everyone else when it's nice and quiet and sip my cup of coffee and I'll read my Bible mm -hmm. and then I'll check news or social media or just kind of whatever I feel like, you know, instead mm -hmm. of what I feel like I should do, it's kind of what I want to do at that yep. point, you know, and if I don't have that, the rest of the day might be completely off. And mm -hmm. I really appreciate, <laughs> especially as I get older, what you said about exercise, because, you know, sometimes we get competitive or mm -hmm. we feel, especially with social media, we feel like we have to look a certain way or we don't measure up to others. And I feel mm -hmm. like sometimes in the military spouse community, it's especially so. And we need to give ourselves permission to, okay, so when we exercise, if, it, if we're not losing 10 pounds or we're not um, bone thin, that doesn't mean it's not working. You know, mm -hmm. what, what makes us feel good? Because I got into that same habit of exercising to the point of just being exhausted. Yep. And it no longer filled my bucket and no longer made me feel healthy. It made me feel stressed out. And I was on this one track mind of that's what I had to do. So mm -hmm. all that to say, it, it really sounds like it's what works for us, what makes us feel better mm -hmm. and not letting the practice of self-care become a stressor for us. Exactly, And also taking into account the season that you're in. You know, like we talk about if we've got little teeny humans at home, like tiny humans, self-care is going to look very different than when they're teenagers or when we're mm -hmm. empty nesters or from a military spouse perspective. If our service member is deployed, self-care may just be, I, I put on jeans today, like, and I felt great. 
Um, or I had, I fed the kids cereal for breakfast or for supper tonight. And Hey, what's up? That's okay. Cause I just needed a mm-hmm. minute to watch a show on Hulu, um, versus when they're here, be like, I'm taking an entire weekend sabbatical. See you Tuesday. Like it, it just depends on, you know, really taking into account the season, what our demands are on our life and mm-hmm. what's really within our capabilities. That's realistic, but also fulfilling, not to the point of, I have to do this. We have to, I have to take care of myself. Cause if you're stressing about taking care of yourself, it's defeating the point to begin with. Right. Oh, so true. And that is the perfect segue into my next question for you then. Just, I've known you for years and you are so great at helping people set goals and mm-hmm. realistic goals and routines and schedules. So how do we create a self-care routine and fit that into our busy schedules? Well, I feel like the listeners probably already know the answer to this, but of course it's another buzzword. It's got to be a priority. And for those of us who have kind of full schedules, whether that's working, whether that's volunteering, kids practice, school commitments, homeschooling, whatever that is, it has to be a priority and it may need to actually be scheduled. Um, There's something beautiful about being spontaneous, but for many of us, if it's not a priority, be like, ah, I should take care of myself. I should work out. Then it's like, oh my gosh, it's been six weeks and I haven't gone for my daily walk or I haven't had coffee with a friend because I'm just so in the season of I'm in right now. So I actually, I personally schedule it. So one of the things I've started doing this year, I've taken a page out of the military book and I schedule Donza's for myself, day of no scheduled activity. So, you know, like when our service members have the four day weekends or three days, it's called a Donza. And so I've started doing that once a month, be like, hey, this Friday, I've got it marked in my planner. It's a Donza. I schedule no meetings. I probably will not be checking email. It's a time you know, to get my hair cut, to get my nails done, to go out for coffee with a friend, to take a nap, to watch a show, just do some of the things that aren't necessarily productive, but again, fill our buckets. And so I think putting it on the schedule and then communicating those needs with the rest of your family. Because we, again, we all have different needs and our husbands may, you know, my husband is an introvert. So his favorite thing to get recharged is to sit in the backyard after work in the sun. And I'm like, "Mm, El Paso sun is hot. Ah, no, thanks. I will stay in the house in air conditioning and I want to be with other people, you know? Uh, So taking into account again, how people are different, but communicating that, Hey, husband, I'm going to go t- soak in the tub. You're in charge. Please mm-hmm. let me have this time. Or I'm going to go for a walk because I need a minute. Um, so you're just using your words to say like where I'm at, what I'm needing. I'm a little stressed out or I just really could fill my bucket right now. This is what I'm going to do. I appreciate your support with that. So I would say making it a priority, kind of scheduling it, and then really communicating those needs to the most important people in your life. That's awesome. And I have one last question for you that that when you were talking about your husband and kiddos, do you feel that your example of following a self-care routine and making that a priority has helped them, you know, and, and, and I know your kids are younger, but is that something that you're nurturing in them mm-hmm. to, to see that they have the, those needs and to verbalize it? Oh my gosh. So much. Yes. Um, because I grew up in a household where you just work. 
Like that's just, you just work, you just work, like you just work. That's it. Um, there was not a lot of time of like, let's take a minute to rest. Let's take a minute to have fun. Let's be present. Let's be here right now. Or I have this need, I'm going to take care of myself. And so that's really been on my heart for really the last several years, especially now that our daughter Karis is starting to, I mean, she's half an adult, she's nine. So I was like, that's crazy and exciting, but really seeing how receptive she is to this. Um, and I've almost included her in my self-care routine, kind of some of my pieces awesome. now. So just this last weekend, the boys went camping. That's their way of self-care, having fun. They went. So we just had an all-out girls weekend and it was nothing big. It wasn't super fancy. We did get our nails done, her first ever mani-pedi professionally, and she had a great time. We watched movies. We ate sushi. We laid on the air mattress in the living room. We went shopping. Um, and it was so cool to be like, email, shmemail. Like, that'll be there on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, then showing my daughter, like, this can be a natural battle rhythm in your life if you put it on the top of your priority list. And she said so many times over the weekend, mom, I'm so glad we're doing this together. And I was like, she's at a point now as at her age that she's, she can fulfill me too. You know, I don't have that expectation on her, but spending time with her is no longer just like trying to keep her alive, trying to keep her running out of track, you know, keep her out of traffic or making good choices like they were when they were babies. Now it's like this level of kind of fun and companionship. And um, so just letting her see that and, We also take kind of a quick time out after school every day. Like I pick her up from school and her brother still goes to daycare. And so we'll have like a 20 minute sit down, like maybe we'll drink a cup of tea if it's not super hot outside, or maybe we'll have a smoothie or just a snack together, watch 20 minutes of a show that we both enjoy. And then we just get back to it. She does her chores. I finish up what I need to do with my day, but it's just become such a part of our routine that now I don't feel like I need to shut down at four o'clock in the afternoon because I'm so weary. I'm like, oh, I still got a little extra something, something in me because I took this, took a knee for just 20 minutes, hung out with my daughter, had a snack, drank some water, watched a show. And now, okay, I can tackle a few more of those emails or get a few more of those task things marked off my list. Oh my gracious. I so love that because I'm I'm all about bonding and attachment, being a, a biological mother, adoptive mm-hmm. mother, foster mother. And I, I talk a lot about uh, in the past about tying heartstrings and how important that is with our families. And what a wonderful way of tying heartstrings with your daughter. You include her in your self-care routine, but you're filling your bucket but you're also filling her bucket and setting an example for her and spending that time together and really bonding. And I just love that. Thanks. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun and it's definitely still a work in progress. I feel like I'm learning every day of like, what do I really need? And some days I need more than others. Other days I'm like, no, I'm great. This is awesome. My bucket is full. And other days I'm like, I need an adult. Oh no, I am the adult. Now what do I do? Um, so I think, you know, it just varies. It's still very much a work in progress. And I think celebrating that process to know that it's not a matter of arriving. It's literally just listening to yourself, listening to your needs, your body, and being okay with where you're at in order to move forward, whether that's taking care of yourself, um, self-care wise, homeschool wise, male spouse, professionally, whatever that looks like. 
That's awesome. Yeah, so much of our life is a journey and so is self-care. And so I, I love that. Shreda, such great information and such wonderful tips. Thank you so much for joining us today. Absolutely. It's been my pleasure. Thanks so much, Crystal. Thanks. Friends, thanks so much for listening in today. Links to all the resources Sharita mentioned will be included in our show notes at Military Homeschool Podcast. Do you have a question, comment, or show topic idea you'd like to share? I would love to hear from you. Email me at militaryhomeschoolpodcast at gmail.com or connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at Military Homeschool Podcast. Please be sure to like and subscribe to this podcast, then join me next week for another episode of the Military Homeschool Podcast. Have a blessed week. Thanks for listening in today. Be sure to like and subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. If you liked this podcast, please take a moment to give it a five-star rating and leave a comment. Links to the resources mentioned during the show today can be found in our show notes at militaryhomeschoolpodcast.com. Connect on Facebook at Military Homeschool Podcast or via email at militaryhomeschoolpodcast at gmail.com.